What's up, everybody? And this is the Psych War episode number 33, the big deuce deuce. And today we got interesting topics, guys. Today we're going to talk about men versus women, misogyny versus misandry, and the honest truth about really just the entire argument. Now, before I start this, I'm going to go ahead and define what misogyny is, what misandry is. Misogyny is the dislike, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women. So we see these examples, and we all know these examples in, like, the comic housewife trope, the women's or baby makers insult, the common women are made to look pretty and stand by, that type of shit. Now, we have misandry, and most people haven't really heard of misandry because it is kind of like Loki a back shelf issue, but it is a present issue for some people. And misandry is the dislike of contempt for or ingrained prejudice against, guess it, men. Okay, now, <clears throat> these are examples of men only exist to be providers and protectors. Men are only here to essentially, like, be workhorses for their families. Like, if you're a man and you cry, you're not good enough, you're weak, you're not, you, you're not doing the job of a man. Men are emotionally ignorant. There's tons of these guys, and we'll get to more of them, but I do want to start off by kind of saying that, honestly, first off, bros, it's, it, we got we to gotta accept the hard fact that we physically don't have to worry commonly Oftenly, most of the time as males, we do not have to worry about somebody physically overpowering us and having our bodies taken advantage of. This isn't the same as losing a fight. I'm saying someone holds you down and takes advantage of your body. Now, like I said, this is subjective, obviously, obviously, but size matters in nature. And for human males, we were given larger statures than our counterparts. Women can't go for a walk, you wanna know why? Because she's worried about being fucking raped. Or she's worried about some guy harassing her. Or she's worried about if she turns a guy down, he'll fucking kill her. There are plenty of examples of this. Now, flip it. As a guy, typically I'll say, like, if I go out on a walk, especially in an urban neighborhood, the thing that I'm gonna be worried about is, okay, some guy with a weapon's gonna, like, pull up on me, and I gotta defend myself. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's what I'm thinking of. But notice the difference in thought there. Like, obviously, the discount, I'm not, I'm not trying to generalize here and talk about everybody, but just notice the difference in thought commonly. Because I have friends that would say this exact same thing. And the difference is, I'm thinking that there has to be a guy, not just a guy, because most dudes, like, can you, can you picture yourself standing on the street as a dude and another guy just pulls up to you and is like, give me your money? And he doesn't, he doesn't have a weapon, he doesn't have a gun or anything. He's just going to fight you and take your money right then and there. Bro, come on. Like, I personally think I could defend myself enough. Unless this man is just super fucking skilled. Or has, like, an amazing athletic complexion. <laughs> but, just the, the difference in thought there. It's, it's a massive leap. And now we have, there, there's a lot of prejudice when it comes to sex. Because obviously somebody could say I was being prejudiced there. They could say that. Whoa, bro, you, you, you're saying that, like, I don't have to fear for my safety when I go outside? Obviously, you have to fear your, for your fucking safety, bro. But you typically aren't going to have to worry about a man raping you. That, that's just the way it is. Even if the majority of men don't rape, there's going to still be cases where people 
have it happen to them because there's bad people. On to the prejudices of the sexes. Like like I stated earlier, a lot of people, for, and this is something I personally have seen and witnessed, and it's that for men, a lot of either other men or women themselves don't think that men are emotionally intelligent. They don't think that a man knows how to explain himself in an emotional way or in a, I guess you could say, more... Because you, you have to have a balance of positive, like positive, feminine and like male energies in you. You just can't be all the ways logical or all the ways emotional. So for men, it's that the common thing is that most men don't know how to express themselves. Most men don't know how to have a simple conversation where they like are vulnerable. But there's a lot of guys that do. I'm not trying to brag, but I might, I'm not, whew, I am that, bro. Like, so it sucks. It sucks when I explain myself and it's actually what I feel and then they take it as I'm trying to go for something else. Then there's the women's are women are caretakers and nurses. How many examples do you see of the eldest daughter in a family being like the fucking handmaiden? Literally, the parents the, the, the parents literally leave her to take care of her younger siblings and she has to grow up basically being a mom instead of a fucking child. How, how how many how many are some of you probably go through that? I know people that go through that. that it, it, it's taught to girls that they are caretakers and nurses. It's taught to them that like that is the system that is in the country that we live in. That is America. Then there's the men are supposed to provide. The man is supposed to be the sole provider of the house. He's supposed to be the one working and putting food on the table. And I'm gonna be honest, bro. Like that that'd be fucking great if I could move in somewhere with my family and my job's good enough to my wife doesn't my wife doesn't have to work and she can actually be a home taker if she wants to that'd be great but the economy's fucked literally fucked right now bro like what 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 do you expect it's been fucked it has been shown statistically that people in my generation well i'm technically gen z because i was born on the tail end of the 90s but it's shown that people in like the millennial age group and the like late Gen Z, early Gen Z, I would say, early Gen Z age group are more financially stressed than our parents were. And that is what's more financially stressful than a baby? What's more financially stressful than trying to get a house? Like this is that that's a classic American cliche of bullshit that's only going to work for the select few who have a gifted enough position. Don't get me wrong, you can work for it, obviously. Obviously. But just as easy as you can say people can work for it, just as easily people can have circumstances that limit them from it. You can't say one without the other, bro. You can't have yin and yang. And that's where, that's really just the premise of everything we're going through here. The, the, like, the, then they'll say that you're not a woman if you can't have children. Like, what the fuck? I'm not even a woman. I'm not even a woman and I'm thinking to myself like that can't feel well. That's like being a man and like you can't you you can't produce children. Like like do you <laughs> do you guys remember uh the king of the hill Hank had a narrow urethra and that caused it to be where like his sperm count was extra low. So it was hard for Hank to get women pregnant. And Peggy thought it was her fault at first, but it wasn't. It was Hank. Imagine being that. Imagine a man that can't do <laughs> what men are designed to do. Like, think about it. Think, ab think about it. it, it.
is really a it's a wonder, but men don't have to worry about that. They don't. You're not a man if you cry. Bro, that you know what? That's why I like that's why I fuck with anime so hard, bro. It's cause in a real sense. In a real sense, like anime characters cry all the fucking time. Goku cried when Krillin died. Goku cried when his friends got fucked off on Earth before he made it back from Snake Road. I know many of you might not get these references because you might not have watched Dragon Ball Z or, you know, really anything. But the moral of this is what I'm saying is like, it's okay. And for some reason in American culture, it has been, it's like they drive us towards the like gender stereotypes that separate us. It doesn't make sense. They, they, they make, like, you can see in media where they try and make it to where women have to be a certain way. Where they have to be nice or polite or they have to like look a certain way. And you got guys, you have to understand, like, just like for us, when we like you, you don't see a lot, but obviously, like, people are insecure about themselves. So when you see constantly in Hollywood, who's getting represented? These fucking celebrities that are all in shape, all that have fucking veneers and nice white teeth. Actually, I got some nice white teeth. Out here. <laughs> but some of my teeth are fucked. Anywho, literally, bro, that's it. That's it. It, it, they, they sell us an image just like they continuously sell us images of who we are and what we are supposed to be this is not the same shit that's going to work for us that work for our parents it's just not that simple but when it comes to the double standards that kind of plague us in society it's a wonder bro like it's there's some of the most annoying things like bro it it doesn't make sense it it, it doesn't make sense at all like any sense at all. I can't, I cannot put actual words to it sometimes that like, we're both humans. We're both humans. So why on the stereotypical traditional values of American society, am I as the man expected to not only lay down myself financially, but also emotionally for a woman? For marriage? For marriage that puts the government in my own affairs? Like, come on, man. And then, I've already listed off many of the other prejudices that they have against men and women, bro. So, it, it's a wonder. It's a real wonder. We, we have to really just think about it harsh. Like, we really have to think about it sometimes. But due to certain... Due to certain parts of my childhood, I like to say that starting off... I've seen gender standards broken in my entire life. Like, my dad left before I was born. And the women in my family were independent. They, they, they owned businesses. They, they were all college educated. And they didn't have a man to do it. And they're still out there doing it to this day. And then due to certain other parts of my childhood, I've experienced many traumas that never made sense to me. And they were attached to women. They just were. But in the world we live in today, a massive struggle versus the two sexes is evolved. And like there, there, there's the attack on the patriarchy, which I mean, will admit does definitely exist because I've stated the many things that ex like how it forces us to be as men or as women. There's like a delusional fucking tribalness to it, though. Like people don't want to recognize like, OK, it's OK when you I can't even say it's OK, because when you are the oppressed like, when you are the oppressed, and then it is your time to speak, 
you can't come to the forefront and speak of oppressing someone else. Like that that that's only gonna cause more tribalness. It's only gonna cause more war. Like, okay, splitting off from the sexist thing. Think about what th th think about what King Dr. King did. Th just think about it. He wasn't violent. It was nonviolent protest. King never stood up on that stage and said, "We must war against the white people." And don't get me wrong, to a certain extent, guys, like, I know with, like, the Malcolm X types, there are Malcolm X types that wanted that to happen because of all the brutality and everything that was going on to the black community from, like, members of the white community. But Dr. King's method still inspired things. You can, you can see Bernie Sanders literally in constant footage, in constant photos with Dr. King, marching with black people during those times. You know what that did? It brought in allies that supported the cause and understood you cannot you can't alienate people when you're trying to get them to understand you do have to combat the ones that refuse to understand but we all have to accept that people have different understandings from us and just like i just said with my past experiences with not only my childhood but also women in my life you you get led to think certain ways and you get led to do certain things and not not everybody has the mental capacity or right then and there, the ability to overcome that. We're driven to do different things. And often in this world, we, we forget that like to appreciate the opposite sex. Now, when I say this, this is not this is not exclusion, this is not excluding anyone that is non-binary. This is not excluding anyone that addresses themselves by non-gender pronouns, by gender pronouns or non-gender pronouns. But for what I'm talking about, which is the biological creatures that are human male and human female that were born of this earth like every other animal, we're driven to do different things. And in the confusion we live in, we often forget that we, like I just said, we're just animals. Like, okay, a, a lot of times in nature, the female is often bigger than the male. You want to know why? Because she's the one the, the male just dips. Bro just plants the seed and dips. The female has to raise the calf or the newborn baby to fruition and defend the nest. That, that's a, it, it's a lot like that with birds, mantises. Hell, ants, the queen is literally the largest ant, but that, that, they, they're a hive mind. But what I'm trying to say is, in nature, we can see the opposite of what we see in ourselves as animals. We can see in nature, sometimes the females are bigger. Why? Because they're designed to protect the young. They're designed to have the young go out and teach them things and constantly help them develop. That's why all mam most mammals have a motherly bond. When you're a cat or dog and when you're like scratching it behind the ears and it just starts licking you, that, that, that's literally a sign of them looking at you how they looked at their mother. Their mother licked them to clean them. They're, that's like the, bro, come on. We, we can't ignore these things about ourselves. Like, does a female lion complain in being in a male lion's harem? You, you think the baby male lion gets to complain when the lion from outside the pack comes in and kills his fucking dad and then looks around and goes, oh, yeah, there's a lot of girls here. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> and then looks around and sees little Simba and goes, oh, you're fucking dead, kid. You're gonna grow up to challenge me. Get, get out of get get dipped. And then that male lion has to go somewhere else to find his own pride. That that's literally how they're designed. But you can see in, in a lot of cases that there there have been. Ooh, I shook my camera. <laughs> there 
there have been definitive cases where, and I mean directly where, you can see that the the feet, the lionaires will see that the male it ain't about shit, and that he's not doing his job as the leader of the pride, and they will oust his ass. Like it doesn't matter. Like if a male lion is biologically like more muscular than this female lion, like female lions are still fucking killing machines. So four female lions just look at the male and they're just like, bro, you're not doing your job. And they just get on his ass. That's nature. There's, there's things we're programmed to do by our by our biology as we're we're literally primates, bro. We're hairless apes. Well, not hairless, but we're we're apes. And I know that not everybody accepts these consensus, but when it comes to actually looking at things that we can't explain. Like, bro, you you you're telling me you want to pretend that people in like the 15th century were the same as us? They not they weren't. They were fucking savages, literally savages. Like, bro, you can refer to any media scene of what these folks did during like not even the 1500s, the Wild West time period, the Industrial Revolution. Like, let's not talk about slavery. But. In essence, we can't we can't ignore the evolutionary differences in men and women. Women are shown to have better hand-eye coordination. I don't know if anyone's ever noticed, but you can find famous female swordsmen, like fencers. You can look back in history and see famous female warriors. You want to know why? Women's hand-eye coordination with the blade is better than ours, guys. Well, maybe not with the blade. Obviously, they had to train to get to where they were. But their hand-eye coordination is better than ours. Their attention to detail is better. Like, I don't know if that's because our biological tendencies for women to be nest makers. But it, they're better suited for people-centric things that they just are. Like, if you have to think about it in a hunter-gatherer way, men were designed to go out, bring food back. Women were designed to take care of the young and communicate with those around them and effectively address the problems that they see through people that that's that brings me back to the emotional intelligence point about men and women but we in another sense men are physically gifted like you're, you're not going to meet a girl that's built like a man unless she has the genetics for it and even then like a man of her similar race will usually be built bigger than her because that's how we're designed men are more physically like we, we were given the i guess the, the muscular capacity for what we need to do in nature and we tend to separate ourselves from the people aspect and focus on things and you got to think think about it in this way okay imagine if let's say you're you, you hunter gatherer shit let's say you're in you're in your your uh clearing your area your safe space your home with your wife and your child and you get attacked by a large cat you barely manage to fend it off barely with like your weak ass sharp stick it dips and you think to yourself holy shit bro that thing's gonna be back one day and i i gotta find another way to kill it so this this primitive man just starts like thinking of new ways like hmm what's sharp enough like the wooden stick didn't do it looks around might notice other things think hmm stone he decides to tie a stone to a like a nice handled piece of wood where he can wedge the stone in between and tie it with vines and now he's got a hammer Next time that cat comes around, he bashes his fucking brains in. Men think about things. Because, like, honestly, like, we've we, 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 we been, like, bred for, like, conflict and war. That's, that's what men do. 
we compete. If you haven't noticed, like, I personally will say, like, I have a strong competitive nature and not everybody's going to have that. Because, like, one thing I will say, I don't believe in that, the alpha beta male bullshit because it's too, it's too, it's too generalizing, bro. It's really just about, like, your gene, like, the gene pool that's going around. And it's also, like, subjective to people's environment. But it's important to realize that some of these differences, they're differences, not things that make us better than one another. We are different. Then, like, I'll toss this little fun fact in. Like, people notice, like, okay, look. You see my eyelashes? I don't know if I'm putting it in the camera correctly. But I've always been told from girls that I have nice eyelashes, like, really nice eyelashes. And it's been studied and it's been shown that men have often, like, have more developed eyelashes due to us throughout history being sent to war, being the ones to have, and being the ones to have likely hunted large animals or defended. So you gotta think about it sand, blood, guts, the things that our eyelashes are built to protect our, like, eyes from, more use of them would lead to us having longer ones. That's just some examples of, like, biological things. But none of us would be here if our father hadn't impregnated our mother. You have to understand that. And if our mother hadn't carried us to term, and for some of us, if our parents hadn't even guided us, we wouldn't be here. It's key to note that in child psychology, the absence of either parent has a detrimental effect on the child, no matter the gender. We need our fathers, we need our mothers. Young boys not taught love will grow into cold, logical monsters who only see the world as a place to take or be taken. Young girls not given acceptance or love from their father or being shun shunned by their mother will seek it out in their lives. They will seek that acceptance from other people, potentially damaging themselves or other people. And this all applies to both sexes and many other people who do not even, you don't, you don't have to identify with it. But there are things about humans we cannot change, yet we war over it constantly in the times we have today that is our modern times. And it, it's crazy. Like, it really is, guys. The honest truth, and we're getting down to the end of it here, guys, is that in the end, labeling each other and like our misunderstood conversations, it just ends in a sense of loss for our own selves. People project their own insecurities of the other sex onto each other. Like, I experienced that when I was younger and I grew, but I definitely had a girl that like didn't care about my like didn't care about my feelings. She just started trying to date my best friend while like talking to me. Like while we had plans, like she was my prom date, but it she just she just started hounding after my best friend. Didn't care. Guess what? That led me to think that, oh, shit, fuck bitches then. And I know that's fucked up to say, but I thought that for a minute. And I know many of you out there probably think it, just like many of you out there probably think, fuck men. But guess what? You're projecting. Somebody hurt you, so you think it's okay to label everybody like that. When you know everybody's not like that, so why are you saying it? Overgeneralizations never end well for us, guys. They don't. If anything, you the one that ain't shit. The honest truth is that most people who have time to bash and generalize the other sex or anyone are often just projecting. They feel something inside of themselves that they, they see and it makes them insecure and they're constantly bringing it up. They're constantly saying something about it. It's them. Meaning the issue that they put on you is one that they're just going to put on themselves and one that they might be experiencing or experience at some other time. This is not an excuse. But it's more of an explanation so that it can all, we can all try and understand one another better. And I hope this quick little, quick, I don't even know if it was quick. 
But I hope this can give you guys some insight to not only what I think when it comes to like gender issues and everything that's going on, but also just bigger insight in trying to understand like our fellow humans and understanding what we all go through. Like there's there's examples of trans people throughout history. There's examples of gay people throughout history. We've always been the way we are. So I don't know why we war so hard nowadays over what separates us. But the one thing I will say is that in today's times, guys, we do have to like we do have to take stock in a lot of things that while it might not be all white people and it might not be all men and it might not be all black people and it might not be all that. Sometimes people make these statements because they're observing their environment and they're observing their surroundings and that's what they see. And that's what they that's what humans are prone to do. We're prone to care about what we see and not care about our outside immediate threats. So if a guy has been done wrong by three girls, even though he's just a fucking simp and keeps like lowering himself and they just take advantage of him because that's the type of girl he attracts. He's still going to blame women because that's all he's seeing. That's all that's happening to him. And he's not aware enough in his own self to get out of that. It's the same thing with girls. It's the same thing with anyone that doesn't identify. We're human. We go through these things because this is how we are built. And trying to, like, warring over it is not going to help your understanding of it. It's not. It's only going to leave you broken. It's only going to leave you tired. It's only going to leave you casting, like, needless hate that you don't have. That you just, Is it really you? Do you hate men? Do you hate women? Do you really? Or do you just hate that girl that broke your heart? Or do you just hate that guy that cheated on you? Or do you just hate that person that didn't care about you? You guys have to understand that. And well, that's really all I have to say on the misandry versus misogyny thing. There really is no men versus women, guys. We're all in this together. We couldn't be here without one another. And we can't keep going without one another. Well, actually, if some crazy sci-fi shit happens and people start getting made in labs, then... We'll see about that one. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in to episode 33 of the Big Deuce Deuce of the Psych War Podcast, guys. Um, there's going to be a lot of different clips of this. Clips will be uploaded to YouTube, but the full recording will be on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and you can catch it anywhere. But that's all I have to say for now, guys. I hope everyone enjoyed it, and I hope everyone enjoys the content we keep creating here at the Psych War Podcast. Thank you.